0: Hello. <laughs> do the pointing, do the pointing. <laughs> Please keep that in.
1: <laughs> oh, oh, definitely.
0: All right. Okay. Whew. Hello. Welcome.
1: To the Peter Rabbit Hole.
0: A podcast about kids' books.
1: We'll take seven to 10 times as long to discuss a book that will only take you seven to 10 minutes to read.
0: I'm Annika. I'm Katie. And we're your hosts. (laughs) (laughs) On this literary adventure. Yeah. Uh, This week, we're reading Out and About by Shirley Hughes. It's a collection of poems for young people. I think is how they describe it. Uh, um,
1: first book of poems, says yes.
0: the cover. Uh, we have different copies. Mine yeah, but is, we do have different copies. Oh, we have very different copies. Okay. I um, believe my copy came from the UK.
1: Also from your childhood. Yes.
0: UK. Yes. I was very small when I got this book.
1: My copy came from the library a week ago. Yeah. Don't worry. I will return it on time hopefully.
0: (laughs) Uh, Sure. Yeah, I don't remember who gave me this book, but I have looked at it certainly a lot of times, because the art is wow.
1: The copyright on this thing is 1988, and the first U.S. edition was in 2015. So yes, I think you have the British version.
0: I might have a Canadian version. We get more British books than the States do.
1: Because you're still part of
0: the Commonwealth. Yeah. I've watched some videos on that. I still don't get it. We belonged to England once and we never had a war about it. But you don't pay them taxes anymore, correct? No. We just said, hey, what if we were not there anymore? And now we have a governor general who gives out awards. doesn't do a lot else. It's more like that cultural
1: attache kind of thing.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Oh, fun fact,
1: Annika is Canadian and currently there now. I am American and currently (laughs) there now.
0: (laughs) An international podcast.
1: Aren't we fancy? So
0: fancy.
1: So Annika, what fun facts
0: do you have for us about Shirley Hughes? Well, Shirley Hughes is still alive. She was born in 1927. Oh, in England, which makes her 93 years old. She got her COVID shot on December 31st of last year. That is excellent. Very good news. I found this out because she has a Twitter account, uh, which is run by an assistant, I believe. Um...
1: Oh, man. I really like the image of her sitting in her like recliner, although she's there. So it's probably like a parlor room tweeting. (laughs)
0: Those are those are two fun facts she's written she's written over 50 books and she's illustrated over 200 books that's a lot. which is a lot of work yes. uh, when she was small uh she wanted to be an illustrator and she didn't think it was going to work out but then she she went to an arts and fashion school and then she went to a drawing school that's attached to somewhere i got a little lost in the british schooling system i'll be entirely honest oh um, <laughs> But she got a bunch of art training and when she was there they were like hey your art lends itself really well to illustration you should try doing lithographic illustration and children's books and she was like super i love that (laughs) so then she did Um, she has received both the order of the british empire and been made a commander of the british empire which are awards that make you almost a knight but not quite that sounds like super cool. One more step up and you get, she would be Dame Shirley Hughes.
1: Nope. Commander It's way cooler right? than Dame. As, as someone who does not understand any of that at all, better business card.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Uh, so that's really cool. She's very well known. Uh, one of her best known books is a book that I had when I was small and that we'll probably cover eventually called Dogger, which filled me with sadness as a child, but is very oh, good. Okay it's about a lost stuffed animal oh oh i
1: i have lots of big feelings on those and we will get into that yeah later. when we do that one
0: we'll have a lot of feelings yeah those are my fun fact uh other fun facts are she has three kids one of them's a journalist one of them's a. oh he does something science-y that sounded really cool and now i forget and her daughter is also a children's book author oh and has most recently published a book about a cat who goes to Hollywood. <laughs> All right. Yeah, I'm up for so, it. Yeah.
1: Am I? That's head, I'm my
0: like,
1: All right. To so me, I'm like, yeah, cat makes more sense in Hollywood than a dog. Don't know why. Just feels right.
0: All right. Uh, Yes. Synopsis. Synopsis.
1: Okay. So this is a book of poems. So this, this was my take on the synopsis. Um, a little girl possibly named Katie, because in the intro and the cover, it refers to a little girl named Katie, but child is never actually referred to as anything
0: in the book.
1: You don't?
0: No, I start on out and about. That's my first page. Oh,
1: oh no. Like I have a whole. But oh, is my first
0: page. No, outpost. Oh, yeah. So I've got a title page. But then I have a note. Paul so and Adam. Oh, I have no notes. Yeah, I have a note from Shirley Hughes. Huh? Just for me, not you. So there. Yeah, these kids continued in a series. This one. Was- she did this one in Nursery Tales, I think, where both were these children. And then after that, there were a series of books called Ollie and Me, because the little boy is Oliver or Ollie. Um, yeah. And they go on, they do more kid stuff.
1: That's okay. In my head, she's named Katie because it's a book yeah. about me, then the British Absolutely. version of me. All right. So a little girl in the most idyllic idyllic nope most adorable town ever <laughs> Um, experiences her world through the seasons of the year and how they change and adapt her activities and how she experiences mm-hmm. them through poetry next I wrote something I was like I'm gonna be a little casual and I stumbled struggled bust my way through that one <laughs> it's fine all right I think what really more important than actually what it's about is it's a book about poems, but poems at like a very little kid level. Yeah. And I think it's, to me, it felt that the purpose of the book was more about introducing kids to poetry at their level. Yeah. That seasons and playing in them is a nice way to reach them.
0: Yeah. And like, the, the poems are accessible and the ideas inside of them are accessible but like yes. all of all of the all of the parts of it are things that like it's pretty easy to grasp if you are a small, small person. Yes.
1: This book struck struck me as uh, oh wait, 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 nope. I'm getting I'm getting distracted because we are also supposed to do a quick art synopsis. Yes. Which neither one of us pre- Paired.
0: That's okay. I can do one. Uh, right. So the art is really friendly. There's there's some pencil-y lines happening, and some of it's other. I'm not sure entirely what all of the medium is.
1: Supposedly, the copyright said pen and watercolor, but
0: I uh, doubt I believe that. that. I, I don't
1: know. There's some really thicker lines that but maybe could have if been we're done.
0: Doing like pen and ink where you use like a a quill or a stick or whatever.
1: Oh, I, I do n- not just on that, but I almost feel like there's some, it's got a little bit of like a pastel or mm. crayon mm-hmm. quality. Cause yeah. I think a lot of times when you hear watercolor, you think of like gentle washes and those kind of things. And she has that, but she also has fantastic detail. That's very like, yeah opaque in color and a
0: wonderful yeah. layered look it's so layered she might also have used some gouache mm-hmm. I, I, I do can love see. a gouache but yeah a lot of these images because I read this one we read this one I was very very small and continued to read it through the years a lot of the images are images that like if you say, spring or seaside or mud like these images are the images that happen in my brain when i think about going to the ocean the like like they're very stuck inside my brain yes
1: these kind of help mold how you viewed the world Mm -hmm. one thing and you know we'll we'll get deeper into art but i was super impressed by how well she's an artist captured movement the movement of the winds, yeah. the ocean, like you really feel it. And mm-hmm. I'd say, I say there's a lavishness that yeah. isn't always just like detail that things are drawn super fine, but you know, I think it's her and, color choices. And there's a sumptuousness mm-hmm. to it that it's, yeah. it's this full world with lots of color and layers and texture and. It's quite yeah. lovely. Mm-hmm. So a yeah. lot
0: for a book of poems. It's not a whole lot. It's about a year yeah of the girl's life. The world. It really I is. do like that. I like some stuff. I like it's mostly in the images, but I like like how distinctive she is, despite being a sort of generic small girl child. Um but like. I can always pick, I can always figure out where she is. Oh, yes.
1: Because. Right? You know, like
0: a crowd scene, you can find her. And like she oh, she always, whenever she's wearing boots, it's the same rainbow boots. And I she did wears love the, the rainbow boots. boots. And like she wears the same bathing suit. I'm I'm impressed that you can find her. Even in pages where like there's no words where it's just like a big scene. that You yes. can yes. still find her.
1: Like there's a scene where she's at the pool with her mom. Yeah. There's lots of children. It's lots of activity, but you can easily peg her.
0: Yeah. So that part I think is cool. Uh, but that's sort of, yeah, the plot is not really anything. I mean, there's a little bit of like finding something you like in every season, which is cool. And I like the the repetition of the it go, it's like mud and then water and then wind and then- And sand. Sand. I like sand, I like yeah, mud, I like yeah. Sand. Those ones, I, yeah. I had a minute where I was rereading it because it turns out while I have looked at the pictures in this fairly recently, mm-hmm. I hadn't reread most of the words in a long time. And the first time I, like, I hit mud and I was like, I remember this one. And then I hit water and I was like, wait a minute, this is the same. <laughs> And then I got to the next one and I was like, oh, it's a theme. I understand what's happening. You did a theme. Okay. Since you bring up all of
1: the I like poems, I'd put this down in the rhythm, but whatevs. There is no I like snow. There yeah. is no I like poem in winter. Yeah. And that bothered me
0: tremendously. Huh. Because yeah, we get sick and then there's the really good fire poem. Yeah. And then it's. Cold, cold. Yeah, cold and Christmas. Yeah, but there is snow on the ground. I was going to say maybe it's because England doesn't tend to get a ton of snow, but she's got a bunch of snow on the ground. And they get some snow, but they do not get as much as some other places. And to the start of every
1: season is this beautiful two-page drawing of normally the whole neighborhood or town enjoying the season and yeah. seasonal activity and winter they're all doing That's- the sledding and the snowballs and building the snowman yeah. and how do you not have a poem I like snow cold wet yeah. wishy throwy you know shapy floppy yeah. snow I, I just I was so surprised because it seems yeah and there's yeah. Part of me it's like she must have written one did it not make the cut did it not I refuse to believe it didn't occur to her. The book, too long? Maybe. I have to admit, when you said you wanted to do a poem book, I'm like, and then I got it, I'm like, oh, this is going to be long.
0: Yeah. And And like, they're short poems, but it takes, it's not that long. But But I think some of the poems, it feels like, could almost have been their own small children's book. Yes. Like, if you put, line of the poem on each page you would get a reasonably shaped board book worth of
1: the grass house which is one that stuck out to me a yeah. little bit from then it felt like one that absolutely could have been worked into its own book and could have been just gorgeous with all of her drawings of feathery plumes and seeds and
0: weeds and you know all of those yeah. things uh, I aspired to have my own grass house for all of my childhood. It's It was always muddier and more full of bugs than I wanted it to be, <laughs> but yeah. I tried so
1: hard. That is really one thing that hit on me really hard is this is the most, and I'm going to be able to say the word this time, um, idyllic, nope. Yeah, idyllic. Idyllic. Children's childhood ever. I did not realize it was a UK book at first. And I spent a lot of time being like, where are these adorable little houses and you small things, but great gardens and you live more. There's a beach, but it's more at the shore and we have galoshes. And then finally halfway through, I'm like England, this has to be England. (laughs) And, and like I said, she's just having the most idyllic kids time of small small community farmers market everyone kind of goes to the shore yeah. together it's mm-hmm. it's one of those towns that i feel like only truly exist in storybooks
0: and it also like it's also just like it's it's one it's like one day or two days from each season yeah so like who knows what's going on the rest of the time but that's true yes, it is very boy, I'd like to live there.
1: <laughs> right. Seems and
0: also, really lovely.
1: And also one of those books that's perpetually Saturday. Like mm-hmm. that's always free to hang out. Mom doesn't mind that you've made a giant mud puddle. I, the yeah. idea that this, the second poem in this, cause I feel like the first poem out and about really just sets up the book. But the second one is yeah. playing in the mud. Yeah. And she is so intensely playing in the mud that you're like, yeah, most mm-hmm. kids do not get that kind of opportunity to like destroy. Oh, clearly, you I did. spent a
0: lot of time covered in mud. Wow, I it was impossible. I there was oh, I was a, a goblin child. If there was something <laughs> water related, I was in it, and I was turning it into mud. Always. I played in a lot of
1: mud too, but I also lived a little bit outside of town and there was a creek and there wasn't much mm-hmm. traffic. And I look at Avery, who's six now, and there's part of me like, we we live in the burbs. There's not necessarily like yeah. a place for her to go like just dig in a patch of mud.
0: Yeah. Oh, yeah, there was I... one year that my friend's dad made a hockey rink in their backyard, which was very cool. <laughs> Super fun. Rink in the backyard. But they hadn't really thought through what happens in the spring. (laughs) (laughs) And that was a very good spring for an Annika. It was a very bad spring for the household. But oh boy. Wow. It was just like a terrible swamp in their backyard for months. It was so good. I'll have to
1: send you this picture. There's a blog or... Yeah, I guess she's a blogger mom, but I actually really like her. And she had a ton of activities to help keep Avery sane this year. But she has a mud playground, a permanent multi-year. It's just a corner of her yard and it's purely a mud pit. And the kids have like dug it feet down and piled it up and landed the kitchen. And every time I look at them, I'm like, I want to be that kind of mom. And I'm like, God, I do not that's a big commitment and I'm, I am inspired and I'm going to try and try and be inspired.
0: <laughs> <laughs> what? Yeah. But yes, the mud, the mud is good. Mud is real good.
1: And she, the little girl in it is having such an That's absolute time. lovely time. Yeah. I, okay. So I didn't realize her name is Katie until I'd read the book and then I was doing the second Mm -hmm. read. But I noticed the year right away because being an 80s baby, this is, I feel, not just how the 80s looked, but how people who were raising children in the 80s thought childhood should Mm -hmm. look. Like it's got some very 80s moments in clothing, but there's still this like little... 60s and 70s touches and
0: things and yeah there's yeah I do really love like some of the clothes that the adults wear yes the
1: pictures especially in the fall and winter felt like how I remembered adults looking when I was a child (laughs) and there's also the cover of autumn okay I think this is a poem book we're just gonna like let's just Admit now, we're going to art and plot all mashed up. Yeah, I think Um, that's fair. The picture of Autumn, there is a little girl in a pink like, sweatshirt workout thing with a teal stripe on it, skipping down the sidewalk. Yeah. I'm pretty sure I had that outfit at that age. (laughs) Little girls wearing dresses when it's cold and ideally you should be wearing pants and I feel like again okay I noticed a year because if it was published in 88 it meant it was really written in 87 yeah. hang with me for a quick second which would have made me four and mm. my little sister like one-ish you know one a bigger one so
0: it really really is a book about Katie Yes,
1: because and when they're when they're playing in the mud, and I looked at that, and I went,
0: "Yes, yes, uh,
1: I, this could have been me and Christine," <laughs> <laughs> and that was, and a couple of her like dresses in the winter feel a little mm-hmm. too cutesy, quintessential, and then I went, "No, nope, I was still wearing little dresses with like schmocked bodices, mm-hmm. yeah." I, these are these are the illustrations of our childhood yeah i think in the poem book of poems shirley um, hughes likes spring and summer more than she likes fall and winter just noticing <laughs> s- there we don't really have anything negative to say about Spring and summer, other than and it's you know negative is a strong word because it's really just a little girl experiencing. But she in the spring, there's one poem about like the sun is still out at bedtime. Yeah, and I feel like as a kid, that's never a good thing because it's always like, yeah. no, the sun's out, I'm supposed to be out. To be
0: out, yes.
1: But we start off the winter poem with sick. Yeah, <laughs> I like that is a strong choice.
0: but i i don't know i think fire is my favorite poem in the book fire is beautiful it's such a good poem and it's such a good spread it also only occurred to me reading through this today Mm -hmm. or yesterday and prepped for this um that the reason they're having a bonfire is that it's guy fox What is guy fox It's the 5th of November, the remember, remember the 5th of November. Oh. Uh, It's bonfire night, which is when everyone goes around and they burn effigies of like man puppets that look like Guy Fawkes um, on a bonfire. This is a great British tradition that is still going to this day. Wow. We hate Guy Fawkes who tried to blow up Parliament once.
1: Like from V is for Vendetta. Guy yeah, wants. that's
0: that's the that's the uh inspiration for Victor Vandetta. That's why he's a thing in England. They still burn Guy fox dolls now. Okay. On the 5th of November. Two two thoughts about that.
1: One yeah. jack-o' lanterns are also present because yeah. they're left over from Halloween or because we use uh
0: because okay. they're left over from Halloween
1: and is my guess. Two fire and the fifth of November are in winter hmm Which also was one of those moments where I'm like, this this is set more north because November is clearly fall, where I have always lived. So I, I mean it's, it's right on the
0: right on the cusp, but and
1: but they're like in the in the picture we've got like rake leaves and Jack O'Neill yeah. and it 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 made me laugh that I'm like, nope, but- this is winter.
0: Yeah. But yeah, it only like I because I was like, Yeah, of course. In the in the fall of winter time, of course, you have a neighborhood bonfire. I
1: was wondering what that was about. I was so enchanted by (laughs) the poem fire, and because fire is a dragon, it's all these ways that fire is awesome and cool. And the illustration is just beautiful smears of yellow and orange and red, and then blue and gray and smoke at the top. But the second time I was like Wait a tick. What the? What are we doing?
0: We're burning a guy fox doll, obviously. <laughs> but that is and also because illustrated in the eighties. No, but you would have a bonfire. It's bonfire night. Yeah, and like I think I think I'm right, but I might be wrong. But I think in the eighties in England, Halloween was not as much of a thing. Like Halloween is a very American thing, and so it wouldn't fit in the book because right. it wouldn't be a big deal. I was so distracted
1: by the poem. It wasn't until later I was trying to blend all these elements of jack-o'-lantern and a bonfire in winter. And yeah, it's, while the poem is beautiful, I do think it's one of those, the more you dig into it, I think it falls apart. Like, <laughs> as an American, you're like, what?
0: what? But what is happening in this scene? I think, it's, yeah, I think the I think the poem holds up. It's more the like, what's going
1: on yes now again we are all experiencing this through the eyes of katie who is four five ish yeah and it would make sense that at that age no one has told you the backstory of what you are doing you're just entranced by Uh, fire fire. which i super was and still kind of am yeah yes uh, there's nothing like going camping and we have Avery who needs to be mindful around the fire and Daniel is still constantly having to be like, Katie, Katie, that's not good fire practice. I'm like, that's fine.
0: <laughs> I'm just going to hold this
1: lit stick and go tell her to b- grab that branch with all the leaves on it because they're going to crackle and snap. <laughs> okay, so clearly I spent a lot of time being like, where is the thing set? The feast poem, which is quite lovely and has all these great little animals feasting and then Ooh. this fabulous farmer's market downtown it's what you always want a farmer's market to be yeah but the beginning of the poem starts off with apples heaped on market burrows juicy plums and striped morrows and I finally had to google what is a borrow and what is a (laughs) morrow and while I got a satisfactory that morrow is just a squash vegetable I'm not familiar with which is understandable i still didn't feel great about the borrows there are heaps of dirt and also maybe short for a wheelbarrow neither Uh,
0: more like a wheelbarrow i think this is like a like going down the shops i think it's it's a more permanent than like a weekly farmer's market okay because i think this is like marketplace Yeah. yeah and i think like like in Christmas carol during the if we if we go to a theatrical place. Yes. <laughs> it's Christmas a good carol home for us. When there's yeah, when there's like they're selling the turkeys and stuff in the Christmas market time. Right. Those are also barrows. Oh, right? oh so so it's like, got, a- like all of the geese. It's like it's market time. It's a big full doubt. Like it's guys. a structural it's a big, thing. Yeah. Okay it might be on wheels it might not be okay, but i think which, it, i think it's mostly a cool slightly archaic word for stall but it rhymes it does
1: yeah because in my back I head, i'm being like no how hard is it to rhyme morrows and i'm like not easy not nothing <laughs> is springing to mind it's not exactly you know jack Oh, some of the imagery I really enjoyed. What, oh man, we are, we probably should have like started at the beginning and flipped through the bend, <laughs> but we definitely didn't. So now we're just no, hopping around now we're a just, lot. Gonna, we're
0: gonna just, yeah, yo yeah, yo, yeah, for the book. I really loved
1: Sunshine at Bedtime for the imagery, mm. not just what was painted, but the imagery that um, was used in the poem. Mm-hmm. Uh, Uh, especially the trees full of candles alight in the park and it's some kind of tree i do not know but it has a tall white flower and as a kid it's so lovely the idea that Mm -hmm. like oh they look like candles and then we're going to alight them in the park that bridges into it's sunny too late and i'm supposed to be outside playing
0: i Um, wonder let me do a real quick google about where plants grow
1: that is a super vague term
0: it might be catalpa trees
1: no i feel like those are probably it because even looking at the outlines of the way she drew the tree and then the google image search i'm like
0: yeah looks looks legit but that yeah we had one of these in our backyard so i always assumed it was that tree that i also owned um i, yes. I like no i've been the rambling you go. a lot i had actually like just to the, the seaside the seaside poem and the seaside spread are both high up there on my on my favorite ones we didn't go to the ocean very often because it was far away from montreal mm-hmm. but it was closer to our summer house so we went maybe once every other year for a little while it was kind of a drive and we didn't want to stay and it was a lot of work but the feeling of like sand in the sandwiches sand in the tea that one yeah that one sticks me and I'm like oh going to the ocean gonna be sand in the food and then I think about this
1: so I where I grew up we always went to Myrtle Beach which is big and beautiful and gentle waves so this beach feels so different Mm. than the beaches I grew up with and
0: whereas I went to Beaches in New Hampshire near Manchester. And so this, fe- or like up in Maine, maybe twice. And so this feels mostly like the right kind of beach. That's what the beach looks like. Probably more rocks, but like the amount of slope and the like amount of wave happening feels pretty true. The picture of the sand,
1: two things caught me from the picture of mm-hmm. I like sand, though I feel like the poem is the perfect idea of how a kid loves sand, like spot on. One, she's sitting on the dunes, which again, Mm -hmm. where I went to, I'm like, no, you never sit on the dunes. They are fenced off and there is a sign and you get in trouble with your parents. There's a bird there. You never sit on the dunes. It's nature's, you know, hurricane break.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Two, is dad wearing a tie? I think he's wearing, oh, Maybe I always thought he was wearing suspenders. Oh, okay, but still, he seems so fancy for being very LPD. dressed up. And and then, the, in the next page, he's not; he's wearing jorts. Oh,
1: in the previous,
0: yes, but still, like a button-down no, shirt, doesn't it? Doesn't it go sand and then seaside? Or is yours in the other direction?
1: Wait, no, mine goes seaside then sand.
0: I get sand then seaside. That's weird no and then the beach spread huh.
1: because okay interesting mine goes summer cover page uh-huh. then water page which yeah felt like oh. a weird choice to me because we started with a picture of the beach and then we would go to an indoor pool that this is extremely different this is then extremely back, different then backyard yeah which i definitely want to talk about spreading rainbows then seaside yeah then sand
0: No okay so mine
1: house. what does
0: yours do Okay so I get um spring spring cover page but first we had a bunch of other stuff and then we get water and then wait what water then rainbows then sunshine at bedtime whoa no those are then your- hill then sand then seaside then summertime or sand cover page oh my then gosh Gratno. so wait when did Then you... feast. where was your summer cover page at the end at I'm the sorry. end yeah in my one those the, the the those guys happen at the end i get out and about and mud and wet and spring greens and then springtime
1: wet wet is in fall for me it was in spring for you okay so in the time between our two versions clearly mine was 2015 because that's the most recent day we completely rearranged the sequence of the book. yeah mine is from 1990 okay so you're on the second publishing Wow, so we've, okay, we had both a very different experience of this book. Why do you think that many years later, she would want to completely rearrange the poems?
0: I wonder if it was a feeling about like, trying to make it more obvious that it's like, season, season, season. (laughs) season, right? Because it like it makes sense to do that. And I really, this is how I grew up with the book. So it makes sense to me. And like, I like how it flows, and that it's not like, now it is spring, now it is summer, it's more of a like, spring and summer sort of merge into each other. And then you get like, we had a summertime, and then it sort of fades into fall. And then you're like, yes, acknowledging it's fall time, because that's sort of how the we actually works. Yes.
1: As you were saying yours, I did like that flow. And that also makes the fact that I was so uh, held abrupt by the fire being so many fall Mm. elements, but it's in, because we have done title page, it becomes a little too cut and dry. Also for the fact that, okay, so we've, you know, talked. it's set in Britain. This is how England experiences the seasons, but being from america seasons are very different depending on where you live in the country because it's so much bigger so much bigger like we but there's still the
0: feeling of like yeah i i suspect that it was a case of feeling like it would make more sense to an american audience in a way that was clearer that they were doing four seasons here are the seasons have seasons because that's the sort of thing that publishers do sometimes right like where they like change all the words in a British book so it's not bin it's trash can and it's not jumper it's sweater it's not trousers it's pants because an American audience can't be trusted to understand words I was going to
1: say this does feel a little bit of like make it more straightforward the Americans are only so bright which I feel like (laughs) is the most British thing (laughs)
0: Yeah, that's my only guess for why it would get reordered. And that's
1: so reordered. Okay. Mm -hmm.
0: That makes me feel better because I was
1: definitely bothered by, in my copy, the summer cover page is this beautiful beach scene, but then we immediately hop to other water, like...
0: Water, yeah. Yeah. Non-beach times. Yes. And like, I guess you could sort of reorder these in many ways because they... They flow into each other, but they're not really related. Like they're not—it's not a continuous thing. They're all sort of related experiences. So that's cool. You had things to say about squirting rainbows. Oh, I did
1: have to. this. This is purely um, an art commentary, but we've already talked about this. this. Is just a mashup time on this one. Yes, it is. And again, it's like the ultimate backyard kids just hitting each other with the hose, and there's an inflatable pool. There's too many children in. There isn't. <laughs> There is a child who's presumably Ollie just sitting in a bowl of water. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Possibly naked. Most likely naked because he's, he's the appropriate age and it was the eighties. Yeah. When um, Katie is squirting the hose, Mm -hmm. there is a rainbow in the hose, but it's super, it's, it's clearly there, but it, is subtle enough that i'm not sure i caught it the first time and the second time i was like oh how magical and yeah then was like oh the title squirting rainbows rainbows. yeah it does the thing
0: yeah and like i think it makes more sense now that we're going back to ordering it makes more sense that it hits a little bit sooner than like summertime summertime because it is because of like where the dandelions are at and stuff it feels a little bit more like really early summer like it's probably more like June than like August.
1: Also another funny thing because I grew up in a place where temperatures were warmer I'm like nope June June is summer.
0: (laughs) So it's June is like I mean yeah June the end of June gets hot for me in Montreal but like the beginning of June is very iffy on, is it warm or are we wearing a sweater today?
1: No, I've, I grew up in West Virginia, but then spent a lot of time in North Carolina when Daniel and I were together and I'm like, no, June is warm. We are. June is
0: like hot, hot. Yeah, no. no.
1: It's not insufferable, but it is clearly
0: summertime. Yeah. Whereas I think of June as like the beginning of summer. And right. I'm always caught off guard when I'm in Colorado, and I'm like, "Why is it so hot? <laughs> what are we doing? It's not supposed to be here yet, unless but, it's snowing."
1: No, no, the the snow knocks off by May, usually. <laughs> you
0: yeah, no, it's now it might Mostly, be yeah. end of May. Usually around the 18th. So big snowstorm.
1: Um, <laughs> we we do like one last big snowstorm out of nowhere after everyone's been like hey i can put these thick gloves away crap where are my gloves yep for this one afternoon yeah yeah so uh oh i love the art i love the art it's beautiful i feel like maybe she's better at growing at drawing landscapes and foliage than people's faces?
0: I don't know. I kind of love some of the goblin faces. It was just because she gets some really good expressions.
1: But I feel like both Katie and Ollie a little bit have the face and cheeks of a 40-year-old man, especially Ollie.
0: (laughs) Yes, Ollie is a, a small, small old man. Absolutely. Yeah.
1: Now now that I've been mean, I am going to comment again that on the wet poem where Mm -hmm. she's in her rain slicker, her face looks so cold. So cold. And she's got a little (laughs)
0: snot coming down from her nose. And you're like, ah, I definitely know that feeling. (laughs) I have been there. It's miserable. It is.
1: I, I have luckily never lived someplace that like rains
0: like that. I, the wet page does it can she's a little far she's she's heading off away from her mother and ollie she's in town poor ollie
1: in a stroller yeah rain's just pouring down over the top he of might it.
0: have he might have a plastic sheet on some of it i don't
1: i don't know if we did those in the 80s
0: i had one okay
1: Maybe I just didn't, and I we went, went on a stroller house.
0: I, I passed my socks out from under it <laughs> because I did not want to wear shoes or socks. And so it'd be like the middle of February in Montreal. It's like minus 20 degrees Celsius. And I'm like, no, I hate a shoe. What are these socks? Let my feet breathe.
1: I bet your mom was just cursing you
0: under her breath. A Apparently a lot of strangers would run up to her and be like, hey, I think you dropped this. She's <laughs> like, fuck, not again. <laughs> see
1: there it is maybe we are not
0: yeah. pg 13 <laughs> hey.
1: this children's book podcast not suitable for children
0: <laughs> i also wonder whose dog that is but that's okay it's very friendly oh no i think it's their it's dog got a, a good face on it
1: is because it because they
0: have a dog in the wind? oh yeah they do, they do. they're running yeah yeah and and out and about okay they just don't have a leash on it
1: I love the wind one because the movement in the Mm. illustrations is fabulous. Yeah. Like lots of good scarves and leaves blowing, but then just the clouds. Like they're they're swishing Mm -hmm. up and you can like feel how windy it is.
0: Yeah. I do. I really love the tree in the wind. It's got very like Arthur Rackamy branches. I will look that one up. He's a a illustrator from the oh I don't remember when he was illustrating I feel like it's like the 10s and the 20s maybe but he illustrated he illustrated a lot of Shakespeare actually I've got a copy somewhere that I should find of his illustration of Midsummer Night's Dream that's just perfect. Anyways his, his trees are very distinctive yes and she has some elements of their branches on occasion
1: because winter the cover page for winter who who mm-hmm. knows what that is in your book the final the final spread in fact the trees there have a similar kind yeah. of swooping movement and at first i yeah. thought it was windy but then i watched the children yeah, And nothing else has that. So it just has a, a beautiful coilness. Ooh, ooh, because yeah. we're on the winter page. The boys who are sledding, they have dropped their feet and it's sending up snow sprays. Mm-hmm. Like,
0: really love the art in this book. It's just so good. I was just wondering if you, if Avery had read this book or if you didn't have time. So I tried.
1: She was doing some pastels and I was like, oh, oh this is perfect. I'll read you. And she sounds like, I don't think I like poem books, which is a complete lie because the girl loves her as Michelle Silverstein. Yeah. And I read one poem and she went, no. <laughs> and I was like, no, no, let me read Mudlarks because this is a really, and she just, I read halfway and she really looked at me. She's like, no. <laughs> I was like.
0: Oh. I got way through the book and I was like, ooh, I don't think this is going to be Avery's jam. Because it, it could just be her. Yeah. Because,
1: girl likes a nice dark twist this is a little I don't know light kind for her. Uh,
0: or if it's also maybe a touch generational it might be I think it's also it's good when you're very small and you're just like listening to some noises like not necessarily yeah. listening to some noises but some like oh a rhyme a rhyme feels nice in my brain yes interesting Right, like when you're like smaller than six and a half. That's how old she is, right? Um. Yes. Yeah. Great. Great. Cool. I had a minute where I was like, "Oh no, I have become unhinged in time." When no, no. she's older and or younger. Six and
1: a, six halfish. Right. Right in half-ish. there.
0: Yeah. Great. Okay. And I think it's also a great if you read it to yourself book because the like the words are short. There's good illustrations it rhymes so you can get some like feelings about what something should sound like, like it's got a good rhythm. So you get some hints sometimes about where you should be going. Yeah. Yeah.
1: And we haven't really talked about for for covering a book of poems. We haven't really talked about the structure of the poems Mm -hmm. and yeah, it's normally only three to four like words, a line and a lot of them are even just two. Mm -hmm. And so I think you're right. Now, she uses a variety of rhyming structures in it. Yes. Some of them are pretty good. Like she does a lot of like, it can be anything or gosh. And these, maybe I should have looked up rhyming structures before we talk right i just thought that myself (laughs) yep but here i'll i'll muddle through it and someone the like four people who are listening to this particular podcast can yell into their speaker side us it's leave leave leave
0: your response in the comments about how (laughs) wrong we are about poem structure
1: given the amount of people who probably also really know Shakespeare better than us who are probably our listener chunk at this point I'm sure there is yelling going on (laughs) Um, it's the kind of random word rhyme random word rhyme with the previous one so it's
0: like it's a b a b where a doesn't have to rhyme with a but b rhymes with b right and then reset and repeat yeah except for like hill which nope. no no i guess it does no no because no, it's it does it's just a different shape yes for some reason
1: opposed because um sunshine at bedtime fills in that now sand sp- does not but sand has a whole different setup because we've talked about it. it's the same yeah. because sand As, water wind d-
0: yeah they all are the same sort I'm of like a a a <laughs> No, it's like A,
1: B, mm, mm, man.
0: Yeah, I guess wave kind don't really rhyme. But
1: in the, like, the I like water one, it goes, I like water. The shallow, splashy, patty kind, the hold on tight, it's deep kind. So it's not even just as much about the words rhyming, but it's about the, like, uh, ri- the rhythm you speak the line in matches.
0: Yes. Yeah. Yeah, it's it's the same number of syllables rather than the rhyme because it's always kind, right? Because it's, it's yes. and then it's, I like the wind, the summer, the soft, summery, gentle kind, the dusty, blustery, fierce kind, blowing things about, wow, that will work. I do like wind.
1: The grass house does not rhyme at all. And I think, and she has it in, in mind that has the note about poems don't have to rhyme. And I absolutely agree with her. Because so many have rhymed and it's so melodic earlier, I couldn't read the grass house. My brain wanted to put the rhyme or the pace there, and I couldn't do it. And that was. It, yeah, it's a trickier one.
0: I love yeah. the picture and I want to live in it, yes. but it's hard to read. It's a little harder to read than some of the other ones.
1: And it's also still like shorter. And then you get to the very end after these super like three and four learn sequences. And then it also goes in the greens. There are seeds, weeds, stalks, pots. Like my brain does all that. And then it gets to the very yeah. end. It's like only the cat and some busy, hungry ants know where my house is. And I'm just like, that doesn't, what do you? It's, it's, where's the button? <laughs> yeah, I, because most of them work so well. My notes are largely on the ones that I faltered on because the yeah. rest of it flows. And you can read the whole thing at once and it kind of flows mm-hmm. from poem to poem. Misty. Which, mm. so, oh gosh, I like the art on this one. The first half of the poem, it all worked for me. Yeah. And then the second half of the poem, which is on a different page, I thought I had started a different poem. Ah. And then I had to go back and realize I was reading one poem and then it still oh, didn't Richard. quite work for me. And I think because no, it does,
0: of- it's still ABAB. I, I don't think uh, nippy, slippy, fire. Yeah. Well, then it goes fire with boots, because behind then- the trees, muddy boots. Cause yeah, because a a and a don't rhyme, right? Mist in the morning, raw and nippy. Leaves on the pavement, wet and slippy. Sun on fire behind the trees, muddy boots, muddy knees. Tree. Oh, oh, okay. Because trees and knees. Trees and knees. Yeah. and rhyme. then shop it's windows, just- lighted early, soaking grass, dewy, pearly. Okay. Red lemon, orange brown, silent softly. The leaves slowed down. Brown down, brown down,
1: brown down. Early pearly. pearly. Gotcha. Pearly early. I think it's. The, I th- honestly, I think it was the muddy boots because it goes behind mm. the trees. Muddy boots, muddy knees. Like they worked a little too well that I thought mm. we were changing
0: the real structure. And no, nope, yeah. I just. And the, re- the get yeah, the repetition of muddy, but I think it is neat that she put in a couple of varieties of poem if this is how you're being like hello welcome to a poem right
1: and poems are such a nice natural fit for kids especially younger I really wanted to read this to my niece who's three Mm
0: -hmm.
1: not because she was going to give me any feedback other than again but she seemed like just a fabulous age for it yeah So this is going to be a little odd. I didn't like the Christmas poem. Mm. And it's not, it's not because it's a bad poem. I think I just didn't love the button of let's end it on Christmas. I don't know. Does yours end on Christmas?
0: Yeah. Okay. Because it's so. A bulging stocking, a Christmas surprise. It's the whole book is so
1: being outdoors and experience the season and what it does to Mm. us.
0: Mm -hmm. and then Christmas I mean yeah it's it's seasonal but it's not it's more specific in a way that none of the other pages are right like it's not Easter and it's not Halloween it's Christmas and we
1: we inferred it was Guy Fawkes Day we we being you but like we
0: yeah like I I thought about it and I thought ah that's a reason for a bonfire but it doesn't explicitly say it's Guy Fawkes Day remember remember the 5th of November yeah. Um, but it does. Yeah, it does explicitly say Christmas. And I feel like we could have gotten a couple of like cool sledding times and a snow poem instead.
1: Yeah. I And I, I wouldn't I,
0: have been sad for the lack of Christmas time.
1: And I think it could have even been brushed into um, the farmer's market is about feasts. We could have touched on it. But yeah, I feel like it. Yeah. I, I wanted a poem
0: about snow. Dear Shirley Hughes, where's my snow poem? Where is my snow but, poem? Katie and Annika. <laughs> All right. Uh, that's our subtitle.
1: <laughs> <laughs> is there any other like big key things you want to make
0: sure we cover? I don't think so. Mostly I just really love the art in this book and it has shaped some of my feelings about seasons, I think.
1: It reminds me a little bit of when we read um, Frank and Ernest and we talked about how the diner is such a diner and You wanted to experience a diner like that. Yes. I think I want to experience childhood like Like that.
0: Yeah. Very much.
1: Oh, oh, one super last random thing I had. Yes. Boy, is it random when she's sick. And I Uh was like, yes, all of the sounds, except for getting to watch TV all day, which this Mm -hmm. little girl definitely would have gotten to. Lemonade. Yeah,
0: I was never offered lemonade being sick. Yeah. And it also wouldn't be lemonade like you're used to Yeah, because right? British lemonade is like Sprite almost. It's, it's okay. like a bubbly, it's a bubble. It's, it, it's more like the experience of ginger ale, but with lemons.
1: Okay. Cause I, okay. That now that makes sense to me because I am yeah. a big drinker of Sprite when sick yes okay uh
0: yeah in the uk lemonade is not american lemonade they are vastly different experiences (laughs) as it turns out okay like now good that yeah
1: that won't keep me up at night anymore (laughs) (laughs) um i remember at one point i jokingly said the subtitle for this podcast is annika teaches katie things about canada and the rest of the world (laughs) So, um, our last category, since we all just smushed plot, <laughs> art, yes. rhythm, uh, moral, or lesson uh, of the story.
0: Wouldn't it be nice to have the perfect childhood?
1: That or summer is awesome. Spring and fall are pretty okay, and winter only redeemed by Christmas <laughs>
0: <laughs> and bonfires. Yeah, yeah, that, that there's that there's at least something to look forward to in every season. Right. Yes.
1: Ooh, maybe, maybe once you get our Twitter account up and going, you can tweet at Shirley Hughes and ask. Where's so Less snow Poem? <laughs> and do you maybe hate winter? <laughs> <laughs> Ooh, outro. 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 Hey Annika, what are we reading next week?
0: Next week we're reading, I Want My Hat Back by John Klassen.
1: Which is a little funny because neither one of us own it. Yep. But you told me about it years ago. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Engagement.
0: You can find us on Instagram and at our website, which will be up soon. Yes, once we... No, it'll... It will be up by by now. Yeah. Uh, What will, how will you get to it, Katie? What Uh, will you type into the search bar?
1: Oh, crap. I have to register (laughs) a (laughs) domain
0: Because I don't think it'll be manatee denim eight by eight. (laughs) You don't. Um, Let's hope
1: it's peterrabbithole.com. But you can Um, find us on Instagram and that'll be great. And maybe even on Twitter, but only if Annika does it, because Katie doesn't tweet.
0: (laughs) Also, if you have uh, comments or concerns about our swearing, (laughs) drop us an email at thepeterrabbithole at gmail.com. Aw, did you mistakenly think this was for children? (laughs) (sighs)